Hi everyone, welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute for the Reproductive Genetic Diagnostics Conference, which runs November 18th through 19th, 2015 in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Caitlin Sierfoss, Associate Conference Producer. We have with us today one of our speakers, Dr. Tanmoy Mukherjee, Assistant Clinical Professor of Obstetrics, Gynecology, and Reproductive Science at Mount Sinai Hospital and Co-Director of Reproductive Medicine Associates of New York. Dr. Mukherjee, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you very much for having me, Caitlin. How are reproductive genetic diagnostic technologies changing the way reproductive specialists determine the cause of failed implantation or recurrent miscarriage? Well, there's two different approaches that are now possible using these technologies. The first, of course, is better diagnostics. Now using microarray, we are finding various causes of miscarriage that eluded us when we were using conventional cell culture techniques. Cell culture techniques are unwieldy, they're difficult, they require that period of cell growth over 48 to 72 hours, and that amplification step often fails. Now that we can analyze the tissue directly and get microarray precision, we are able to identify a greater percentage of patients who are unfortunately having recurrent pregnancy loss. Now we can identify a cause for those group of patients more sensitively with this technique. The other approach is now that we can screen embryos looking for chromosomal abnormalities, and if we have specific deletions, also screen for those specific deletions and enhance treatment, not only the diagnostics in these patients who are experiencing recurrent pregnancy loss, but we can better identify embryos that should allow them to have a reduced miscarriage rate and a better live birth rate. What are the biggest diagnostic challenges reproductive specialists are facing in terms of product of conception testing? I think the biggest challenges are really practical ones. The first, of course, is avoiding maternal contamination. And with the newer technologies that are available and, of course, the better laboratory processes that are involved in sorting fetal and maternal tissue, we're less likely to get an erroneous result from analyzing maternal tissue instead of fetal tissue. And I think that's the most important thing. Practitioner who is in a a large practice and deals with a lot of miscarriage, we always should be taking a look at our products of conception testing and ensuring that we're getting a 50-50 male to female ratio of our results. In other words, if we're getting 70 to 80% of our tissue coming back as maternal or XX, then we may want to call the laboratory and make sure that they are accurately teasing apart the fetal and maternal tissue. That kind of contamination can increase the rate of giving falsely reassuring information to patients. So we just want to make sure of that. Two, it's the practical matter of getting insurance companies to pay for some of the better tests that are available to them. In other words, looking at insurance payers to see if they can allow us to use testing that looks at the tissue directly instead of relying solely on karyotypic or cell culture-driven analysis of products of conception. So that is an ongoing struggle. Thankfully, we have a lot of experts in the field of medical billing that harass our payers in turn, but getting this coverage for our patients is one of the bigger obstacles that my practice is facing. Could you tell me how NGS is affecting this type of testing? You know, next generation sequencing is on the horizon. So we are going to get so much more information. Right now with the techniques that are available to us, we're looking at four points on each chromosome and using PCR analysis to identify the chromosome count. We're not looking for specific diseases or disorders or even single gene mutations that may contribute to uh, reproductive wastage. Uh, With next generation sequencing, It will be a game changer. The problem is, of course, analyzing the vast amount of data that NGS will provide for us. And, of course, how are we going to use that to benefit our patients? And we're learning a lot about the genome. 
we're learning a lot about the proteome, the metabolome, and so forth. Next-gen sequencing is going to give us the clearest roadmap of what's going on in the genome, but in terms of practical applications of that new data to patient care, again, it's going to take some time for us to analyze NGS data and provide meaningful clinical recommendations to our patients. But it's a very exciting technology that hopefully we can integrate once it's in clinical practice in a short period of time. What are you most looking forward to at the Reproductive Genetic Diagnostics Conference? Well, I'm looking forward to all of it. It, it, It's a terrific venue with outstanding speakers in the field, Jolie Simpson, Bryn Levy, Nathan Treff, to mention a few. I think that anybody who's a practitioner in OBGYN, reproductive uh, medicine, uh, should be attending this conference because the uh, topics are diverse and very exciting as far as the future of our industry goes. We get more and more integrated with the genetic side of reproductive medicine and obstetrics and gynecology, I think we're moving towards becoming applied clinical geneticists. So this area of knowledge and expertise should be incorporated as rapidly as possible into traditional OBGYN education and certainly reproductive endocrine education. I'm excited to attend. I think it's going to be a wonderful conference. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today, Dr. Mukherjee. That was Dr. Tanmoy Mukherjee, Assistant Clinical Professor of Obstetrics, Gynecology, and Reproductive Science at Mount Sinai Hospital and Co-Director of Reproductive Medicine Associates of New York. He'll be speaking at the Reproductive Genetic Diagnostics Conference, which runs November 18th through 19th, 2015 in Boston, Massachusetts. If you'd like to hear him in person, go to www.healthtech.com backslash reproductive-genetic-diagnostics for registration information and enter the key code podcast. I'm Caitlin Searfoss. Thank you for listening.